why why couldn't I pick a podcast talking about like floofy floofy shit, you know? Like talk about rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> Can you give me a confirmation that my ass is in the middle of this screen? <sighs> the anxiety, the stress. Yeah. Do I look good? Yeah. I don't have enough hair to even do that. Like, all right. Let's start this shit. Welcome to Been Through Some Shit podcast. This is the first episode. If I'm a little bit jittery, work with your girl because we got anxiety. We pushed this podcast off for nine months. I had this idea back in December. Um, I took a long ass road trip up to New York. It was 26 hours. I did it by myself in snow with my anxiety filled little dog and had lots of time to think and to talk to friends of mine and family. And ultimately the reason why this podcast is here for you guys now is, um, I think that in today's culture with Instagram and YouTube, all of the therapists, y'all are doing great. Keep that good shit up. Um, y'all have helped me out, but I don't think everybody needs the, here's what narcissism is. Here's what attachment styles are, right? Like at the end of the day, we've all been through some shit and looking into why we feel the way we do, what's been presented to us because nobody in this world is ever going to experience what you experience. Let me repeat that for a second. Nobody on this planet, in this entire galaxy of galaxies, is ever going to experience this same moment that you're experiencing right now. Me doing this podcast, <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of other people who have started podcasts and had the same anxiety that I have and all of those things. But this is my experience. This is my experience being shared with you, which is why I started this podcast. Because, again, we've all been through some shit. I've been through some shit. And sharing my story and the things that I've gone through has contributed to so many of friends and family that not only can resonate with my story, but also take something away with it, right? If you're going through something that somebody else hasn't gone through yet and you share a little bit of it, it's like a guidebook for them, right? Like they can look at your story and say, when they're going through it, right? If they haven't or whatever, um, they can look at your story and say, wow, this person was able to get through this thing and sit back and they made it through and this is how they did it. And maybe they wouldn't have had that information prior that would have helped them just get through it faster, get through it better. Um, one thing that was Damn, <laughs> this shit, this shit gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right, you know, you know, fan it out, fan it out. <laughs> um, normally it isn't this hard for me to talk about my dad, but um, this is a beautiful moment and I'm super grateful to finally be putting this out into the world. Oh, now that I've gotten my shit together. <laughs> so one thing that contributed a lot to my story and 
everything leading up to this point is when I was 15, my parents sat me down after a awesome trip to New York, where I'm originally from, visiting my friends from my childhood. And they sat me down on the couch and said, shit, honestly, I don't even remember exactly what they said, but they told me that my dad had cancer, right? And beyond that, couldn't tell you a damn thing. I remember us just sitting there and not really sure how to process it or what to process and, you know, what what's the next conversation you have? And, and since that point, um, since that point, I did what I did not know I was doing until working with a therapist that knew trauma and the things that we do in response to trauma, um, which is disassociation. And there's so many memories that I had through those two years before he passed away and then beyond that I just don't even remember. Um, my coping mechanism as a teenager was avoid, 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 avoid. I wasn't home. I was with friends. It was like pretending everything was okay, knowing it really wasn't. And going home meant I had to deal with that, right? And one thing that I had from that experience that I've since working through that and understanding, I carried so much guilt that I didn't know that I was carrying. And working through that with my therapist ended up determining that we should be sharing this shit with each other. We should be <laughs> sharing grief with each other. It's hard. Mm. Thanks. I guess I'm overdue for a cry because it's been a hot minute. <laughs> so one thing I learned through just avoiding my dad's cancer, avoiding any conversations around it with my family, and not necessarily intentionally. Um, you know, this is something subconsciously that I was doing because I had no other way. I didn't know how else to cope with this, and that was my that was my trauma response, right? And now knowing what I know, looking back, having worked through what I had to work through to get to this point. And that's just to say, that's just the starting point, right? Like when we said we've been through some shit, that's, that could be singular or plural. And in this case, it's plural, but we're get, we'll get to that in future episodes, right? Um, and so going through that journey, understanding that grief, one, helped kickstart this journey for me my personal healing and all of those things, but also sharing a message. You know, I had a conversation with a girlfriend who posted on her Instagram, like, Hey, please, please say some prayers for my mom. She's going through this thing and she has cancer. And I messaged her and from a genuine place in my heart, just asking how she's doing, how mom's doing, because all I know is those questions, people know how to ask those questions, but people don't know how to have the conversation that follows, right? That healing happens when we can talk about our experiences together, right? I didn't get that opportunity until I was an adult and I went back to my mom and I'm asking her questions of, of what her experience was like. What did she see me acting like? How did she experience me experiencing going through this? How did our family experience this, right? And I think there was something so cathartic and healing about that that has just brought us to a much better place. And I'm so, so, so grateful for that. You know, human connection is what we're all looking for. Y'all can say it's money, it's this, it's that, but 
the end of the day, we're humans and we're social beings and we just want to feel understood. We want to feel connected. We want to feel like there's something bigger than us that we're contributing to. So that alone, just going through that experience of understanding how to actually go through grief, like, cool, it's, it's helpful to know what the, what is it, seven stages of grief are, but how do you actually go through that? And, and can you talk about that with other people and share that experience and connect with those people and feel connected and be able to let it go and move forward? Not that you're letting go of the memory, but you're letting go of the emotions that hold you hostage after going through them, right? Have I worked 100% through all the guilt that I carried? No, I still think about it a lot. Like, how did my dad feel when I wasn't around because I didn't know how to be around? You know, I carry that with me and think about it a lot, but it's not something that has to hold me down and keep me from moving forward in life and keeping me from finding a partner or somebody I want to spend my life with or, or whatever, right? Because I'm afraid of losing them or ending up in a situation that, you know, they get sick and I won't know how to cope with that. Being able to, to sit back and look at my own shit, understand why I felt the way I did, what makes me uncomfortable, why does this thing keep coming up, and why, why doesn't it just go away? You know, we, we numb ourselves with alcohol and drugs, and even people take exercise to the next level, and it becomes an addictive habit. We're trying to numb ourselves with these things to avoid working through our shit. And the sad thing is we've all been through some shit. I don't care who you are, where you came from. I've worked with um, high schoolers from different ranges, from low socioeconomic to, to private school, Catholic school, right? Like I've seen so many different walks of life and I've had conversations with so many different people, you know, different experiences everybody's gone through. And the common denominator is life ain't easy. <laughs> and the more that we can talk about it, you know, I know our older generations have been afraid of sharing something because of how they're going to be perceived or is my house clean enough to have guests over? And shit, that's subjective anyway. Who knows? My definition of clean is different from your definition of clean. Somebody's clean may be shit sparkly and smells perfect and like you're walking into a freaking bath and body works or some shit, right? Whereas my clean is, I just want to make sure that my house looks decent, right? Like I'm a little messy here and there, right? But we go through our cleaning spurts. You know, I'm not dirty. I'm not leaving things to be accumulated and bugs and whatever, right? Like the point is everything in life is subjective. The only thing that's objective is life itself. The fact that we get to experience the moments that we do and how we go through them tells us more about ourselves than anything else you know there's so much hate and sadness and anger and it just doesn't have to be that way but i think it's just our society's way of coping with the stuff that we don't know how to process because we were never taught how to talk about it we were never taught that it's okay to to sit down and share our feelings you know I think my friends can probably testify and feel <laughs> a little overwhelmed at times when I get in my little spurts of gratitude and I'm like, you're awesome. I love you. I'm so grateful I met you. Here's what I learned from you. Blah, blah, blah. Like word vomit, right? Gosh, if you go through my Instagram, probably, 
a year, two years, three years down the line, you're going to see not just posts of me, but like posts of my friends and, and dance class. And, oh my God, these people allowed me to feel like myself and share my experience and they experienced it with me. So many beautiful moments. And I think that is a big contributor to me today is somehow, somewhere, for the most part, I am not afraid of sharing my feelings. And if that bothers people, generally those people aren't going to gravitate towards me. And that's totally cool. <laughs> I want people that want to be in my life just as much as them and want to share their feelings and their experiences. And it's not to say that you should turn around and spill everything to everybody, right? But having those people that you can go to and, and connect with and feel just like a human being, you know, not, not this empty shell walking around in life. And I'm guilty of that. You know, I'm apparently a high functioning disassociative person. Um, you know, there's in the last 15 years memories that I should remember, but I don't because I was there and I was having fun and the people I was with were having fun and we were getting things done and whatever, but I don't, even recall those conversations or sometimes who I was with or when it was. Um, and I don't want to live like that. And I'm sure there's so many other people that struggle with trying to remember a certain thing that happened to them, but they can't because your body was there, but your mind wasn't there. I say all that to say, to summarize up that we have all been through some shit and the magnitude of that shit it's not even worth trying to compare to anybody else. You know, if my loss versus your loss or my loss versus your loss of a job or, you know, we're all going to feel things so differently because, again, we're experiencing something that's objective and we're adding meaning to it. So why not add a meaning to it that's going to bring us joy, that's going to bring us happiness, that's going to bring us closer to the people that we love and meet new people and just all the beautiful things that life has to offer. But we have to put in the work and work through our shit so that we can get to that point. So um, a little taste of what's to come is different topics, different things that people have been through. I haven't been through everything, right? Like I have my own stories that I can tell. And there's people I love and people I haven't even met yet that have really great stories to tell. And I want to highlight those stories, the feelings that surrounded them and the things that we all have done to get through those things because that could be somebody's lifeline to making it through some serious shit. <laughs> I've given you a little bit of a taste of what's to come. I hope that you will share how you felt about this episode, what you liked, what you didn't like, things that you want to see. Are you going through some shit that you want to hear relatable stories to or maybe just hear somebody else who's going through it and maybe it's not relatable at all but to know that somebody else is listening to you that you're understood you're heard that you're not alone whatever it is let me know drop a comment email me shoot me an instagram dm whatever it is and i hope that you guys will tune into our future episodes